0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes, and uh, I want to take a break from talking about the Bears to talking about the Bulls. (sighs) I seem to fall for this every year. I need to really start. I really, I, I need to really start checking my levels of optimism for the Bulls as a franchise. Like I get duped every year. How does this happen? How does it happen? I'm probably similarly, although I guess maybe I am more clear-eyed about DePaul basketball than I am about the Bulls. I'm sitting there watching the Bulls last night. It was more entertaining watching them play than watching that Monday night game. I had an epiphany last night as I was watching the Monday night game. I don't care about either one of these teams and I'm not interested in looking at them. Any like is one of those weird things. Cause you're sitting there and it's football. You're like football's on the TV. I'm going to be watching football. You know, I'm a football guy, right? I host football shows and whatnot. I covered the league for 10 years as a reporter. I sat there last night and I was like, Dolphins Steelers why is this on my TV right now? It was a perfect night for it to be on in the background because I'm doing laundry and usually, you know, I'm sitting there folding clothes or whatever in the basement and I just decided I'm going to hit the eject button so hard on this football game because I don't give a damn about what I'm watching. So I went back to the Bulls game. So let me give you a little bit about my day on Monday. I don't know if you care, but if you do, I do the Dave Wanstead show over at NBC Sports Chicago. So after I finish my radio, I'm saying so a lot. I apologize. After I finish my radio show, I go put on a suit, go over there, hang out with Dave. We talk about the videos that we're going to show, do the play-by-play stuff of it. He walks me through the the film session that we're going to do, and then we talk with our producer about how the show is going to be segmented. I get done with that. I stuck around for Sports Talk Live to hang out with Cap and David Hall, which was a lot of fun because I, I rarely get to cross paths with David because he's usually out the door by the time I get in here because, you know, morning shows. And I got home and and Panther, my wife, my wife, had said, just bring dinner home because I'm tired. And I was like, okay. So – We're sitting there, and we caught up on Watchmen. That was what I was watching before I went down to the basement and finished Laundry. Enjoyed Watchmen, really enjoying it. At some point, maybe at its conclusion of this first season, I will have a a whole podcast that is just based on the the Watchmen. I went down the basement, finished the Laundry, or finishing the Laundry, and it's Monday Night Football's on. Dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun. And the Bulls were on. And usually, first quarter, second quarter basketball is not something that I'm totally interested in, but I'm flipping back and forth. And then, when the TV stuck on the football game while I was folding socks, that's when I had the epiphany of, I don't want to watch this anymore. So I turn over to the Bulls, and when I turned over to the Bulls, the Bulls had taken control of the game. I want to say it was 80-68 to was the the, the point where I locked in on what's going on with the Bulls. And then I'm watching this thing kind of disintegrate, and I'm hopeful that the Bulls were going to be able to win this game because it's the Knicks, and the Knicks uh, as a franchise – are a stock, and I found myself laughing at the Knicks, as I often do. But yet, here were the Knicks fighting back in the game, and I'm watching them go on this run, and I'm sitting there going, how in the world is this being allowed? The Knicks? Is this what we're doing? I got some issues. I got some issues that, through the first four games of the Bulls season, I would like to talk about with you just for a few minutes. This is not going to be a crazy long podcast today. There's just some stuff that I have on my mind. And I know that I'm, I'm recording this before I do the radio show today. And I know that me, Tony and Campy are going to, to go through this. And and I will tell you that their enthusiasm for basketball is part of the reason that I think that I've bought in a little bit more on the 2019, 2020 bulls than I probably should have. But I'm, I'm sitting here watching and I go, oh, you mean to tell me that this is another one of those games where Larry Marketing looks like he's got the not interested sign hanging out on his shingle? I watched that first game last week and if you can go back and listen to the podcast of the, the opener and you heard me being excited about marketing being an aggressive player. Since then, the three games after that, I've seen him not be aggressive. And I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm not even sure if I can tell you, if I can relate to you my feelings about it on, on why, why it's important. But I just think that I've been hearing for a couple of years on how this guy is going to be the, the key to their success as a franchise. And every time I get excited about him, a couple things happen. One, he gets hurt. Or two, his play doesn't match the expectation. And if they're going to raise a standard of, well, we're a playoff team and we want to be a playoff team, this is how crazy I got. I'm sitting there watching golf do the first pregame show over at NBC Sports Chicago, and he was talking about the schedule, and he made a really good point about the schedule. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, the first 10 games of the Bulls' schedule, they should – is it crazy to think that they might be 7-3 and in the first 10 games? Wrong. Although I guess technically they could run off six in a row and end up 7-3. and But you have the loss in Charlotte, and then you have – This game against the Knicks, look, the Raptors, I still think, are way better. But in three games against teams that the Bulls are on equal or better footing than, they've lost two of them. And part of the reason is they have guys that I just think are not, they've got players that I think are just not as good as what their ceiling might be. Like, I think that when I look at Zach Levine, I look at a guy that if he were playing on a team like Golden State before Durant left or even Golden State before Clay got hurt, he'd shine and he'd shine really well. He'd be like, man, that's a nice player. But even in watching him last night, him go eight of 18 from the floor, two of seven from behind the arc give you 21 points, and you go, okay. Like, it's fine. like there, There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm also watching him dribble out the shot clock. The ball getting into his hands and the ball stopping when it gets to his hands. If the Bulls are going to be anything, it's going to be on the backs of Markinen and Levine. I was also told how good Thomas Zadaransky is. And I got to tell you, at this point, I'm a little underwhelmed. I remember when the trade happened, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. People are like, you don't understand. If you look at his his purr, th- this guy is going to be g-. Maybe he is, and there's still a chance that he will. But I will tell you that through the first four games, my Thomas Zadaransky experience has not been tremendous. Zadaransky. It has not been a, a good experience. And then, is Otto Porter playing tonight? Is he not playing tonight? How many minutes is he going to play? Why is he only 3 of 11 from the field? He only has 7 points. You had two guys start for the Bulls last night that scored a combined 9 points. In Porter and zadaransky That's what you had. That Young came off the bench and gave you 15. And I was getting super excited about Kobe White. And Kobe White only scored five points and only played 16 minutes. I don't have any real conclusion. I just felt like I needed to vent. Things are not how they were. We were promised jetpacks. You hear me say that all the time. Things have not gone the way that I would have liked for them to go So far for the bulls and it's making me angry because I think that there's an investment in hope and that investment has to do with time. And I feel like, I feel like I fell for the banana in the tailpipe yet again, when it comes to the bulls, like I'm sitting here on Friday and Saturday nights watching bulls basketball. And I'm like, Ah, banana in the tailpipe, man. You know what's gonna happen, and you fall for it anyway. We're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Yes, we are. Yet again. How do you let the Knicks do that to you, man? Bobby Portis came in and turned your lights out. For real. Oh, you let them go on a 15-0 run? bum ass team? Okay. All right, thank you. I appreciate you listening today. I am, uh, I'm going to try not to, I'm going to be as, as critical as I can be when it comes to the Bulls, and I know that it's not going to make a lot of people over there happy. It's just, I fell for it again. I fell for the banana in the tailpipe. And I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in you. I'm not. You're I'm I'm just venting now. I'm 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 taking this out on you, and that's not fair. But you probably did the same thing. You're sitting there watching the bulls, like, this is supposed to be better, right? Are we all crazy? Isn't this supposed to be better? Thanks for listening. I imagine I'll get back to the problems with the— Is there any good sports in Chicago right now? Okay. All right. I'm done. Thank you for listening. Bye.